Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another episode of the Mystical Matchmaker Podcast. I'm so excited to be here, and it's October, my favorite month, and I recently got back from a two-week trip to Mexico, Mexico City, and Oaxaca, so I did take uh, a little time off from the podcast and from my YouTube channel, and I just kind of kind of checked out uh, for, gosh, maybe three weeks. I, I did the bare minimum. You know, sometimes we have to do that. We've got to recharge, get away from um, all of the online stuff and and work. And I spent some quality time with my, my amore Adolfo, my hubby. Uh, his hometown is Mexico City, and we got to see the family. And then Oaxaca is uh, 35 five-minute flight from Mexico City, and, and it's a beautiful colonial city in southern Mexico, and we just had a blast. So now I'm back and excited to share some wonderful information and tips and inspiration with you about how to have better relationships, how to succeed in life, love yourself, and I've got a wonderful guest today. This is a woman that I've known for quite a few years. We both write for the wonderful website yourtango.com. Her name is Kelly Rudolph and Kelly is an experienced and highly trained and certified life coach, hypnotherapist, and neuro-linguistic programming practitioner and her powerful work with the subconscious mind where problems reside and are solved began in 1984 with an American Indian shaman and continues today with top instructors and mentors. And I'm so excited to talk to her today about um, some pretty magical stuff. So I'll just bring her on. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Marla. I'm so excited to have you. So you know what, Kelly, listen, I was I was uh, read, reading some things on your website and something popped out at me that your story, you, and this is, I'm just going to read a short um, bit out of it. So Kelly says, you know, the tall, skinny redhead in school who is constantly teased and never picked for teams. That was me growing up and I felt lost and alone. Then the school nurse told my mom I needed to wear glasses. My parents found a way to afford them, even though it was a financial stretch, but I never wore them for fear I'd be teased even more. It was a metaphor. My choice was literally not to see what was going on around me because it was painful and I didn't know what to do about it. In my 20s, I was successful as one of the first female paramedics in the U.S. I courageously jumped out of the first plane I ever flew in, moved to Hawaii, San Diego, and Lake Tahoe by myself, and outwardly was a confident, happy woman. However, decisions I made with my hidden low self-esteem led me to become a survivor of years of rape and domestic violence by the age of 29. And I thought, oh my gosh, because I was 
that redhead in school, uh, not picked for the team, standing there like an idiot last. Nobody wanted me on their team. I was bullied by kids. And and um, yesterday I was walking my dog and thinking about this, and it, it came into my mind about several of the teachers in school who told me I wasn't talented or good enough. My art teacher told me I was, you know, for mache uh, sculpture, and she said it was terrible. My mother came over to the school and, and told her off for you know, telling a kid that my music teacher told me I was, you know, forget it. I tried to play the cello. He said, you're horrible. And I think in my subconscious, it was implanted that I was not quite good enough as everyone else. So, um, you know, and then other things too, but taking a look at this pattern, I can now see over the years how I played small, kind of did things half-assed, and I still see this pattern. So talk to us about, because I think we all have things like that in our past, that emotional baggage that affects us every day. So um, tell us about what you do and, and how that affects us and how it can, because you go back to the ancestors, you talk with your guides. So I'll let you take it away right now and, and, and tell everybody about this wonderful work that you're doing. Okay, great. Thank you. Well, emotional baggage affects us every single day. And it affects every decision we make, every conversation we're in, and absolutely every relationship because what we're carrying with us is like a big bag of garbage from the past into every decision, every conversation, every relationship. And the emotional baggage can be things like a fear of rejection, for example. That's a biggie and everybody has it. And this is normal stuff. I mean, this is something everyone has um, things like anger that jumps up at you in the middle of the day when something small happens and you blow up or you feel like you're blowing up inside if it feels like it's over the top or someone keeps telling you all I said was this and then you know you blow up it's it's too much for what I said or what happened it's not that big of deal if you hear that a lot or you feel that a lot <laughs> that's that emotional baggage jumping in I call these emotional junk balls because what happens is our subconscious mind, its its number one job is our survival. It's there to protect us. And in our DNA is all of our ancestors' subconscious minds as well. We get passed down to us all of their experiences with all of the emotions that were wrapped around their experiences. And then we're living today in our past in this life. We have all of our experiences we've had, and all the emotion that was wrapped around those. Well, this, our subconscious mm-hmm. mind stores all of this because wow. if something that hurt us before comes close to us, it's going to say, you know, you may get a what you call a red flag or a gut feeling or an intuitive hit or something that says, whoa, yikes, you know, that hurt before, stay away from that. This happens a lot in relationships. A totally new person can say something that someone who – was abusive or just was mean to you, you know, um, decades ago said, and instantly all those feelings come right back. They just come flooding in. So the key is knowing that it's not just our baggage, so we don't have to feel bad about having baggage. It's all of our ancestors plopped on top of it. It's this huge emotional junk ball that snowballs over generations, and it's right there ready to drop on us when the littlest thing happens. And, um, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. (laughs) Okay. 
so it's, 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 well, it's in, so it's in our DNA from the, so imagine yeah. the, the ancestors, like people who um, have ancestors that were in the Holocaust or who, you know, were in wars and who were in these, these horrible, um, stressful, horrific situations. And that's carried, is that also carried through to um, generations and generations where that will come up? the fear, the anger, the sadness, the betrayal, all of those, any negative emotion is what we're looking at here. And the positive ones get passed down too. That's why I call those love balls. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those are good. We want to keep those and make those bigger. Now, remember, when I say make those bigger, every time you feel an emotion, it adds on to that snowball effect. So every time in in this current life you're living that you felt love, it's added onto that big love ball and made it bigger, which is awesome. Every time yeah. you felt betrayed by someone, it's added onto that negative emotional junk ball and it's made that one bigger and more powerful. So we go through our day and we are attempting to just kind of suppress the baggage, <laughs> thinking it will disappear or it'll just fade away over time. And again, what we're doing is dragging that big, garbage bag of junk from the past into our relationships and that has everything to do with your family connections your workplace associates um, your friendships and your romantic relationships and yourself so one of the things that happens is we have all this junk inside us and we need the lessons of those from those experiences we need the lessons for the future from those bad experiences we need the lessons for the future without the baggage from the past, without that emotional baggage, just the lessons. So that is the work I do. We go back into generations, and it's a simple, it's a guided visualization. We don't even talk about problems. There's no need to talk about your problems, which just makes them bigger, or relive Mm -hmm. any negative, painful memories at all. We just, because this is a subconscious thing, you just zoom into into the past, into generations. If someone believes in past lives, which I do, you zoom back there and release things even further back. Last night I was doing a release and I went, and you have to have someone guide you through it, so I have someone that guides me through mine. And I went back seven lifetimes. I was ripped out of my childhood and put into a position of being a slave in a wheat field. And I was releasing something that I'm dealing with today and that's where I went back to release it. So as you can imagine, if we go through therapy or whatever and we're talking about our problems, well, that, number one, makes them bigger because it brings attention and focus and energy to them, but we're not releasing them from where they started. So there's going to crop up right. again. Right. It's interesting. And the trickle-down effect of this, too, this negative um, energy inside us, it also causes physical illness because – the emotional body is screaming out for help and we're ignoring it, glossing over it, and getting into a new relationship and a new relationship when we're not healed inside ourselves yet. And so our physical body, finally, the last stages, our physical body screams out and says, notice me, something needs to be helped here. But we go to doctors and get medicine and drugs yeah. or drugs and like surgery instead of healing the issue, which is always emotional. Now, yeah, do you work with many men? Do you find men are open to this? I find some men are open to it, um, and I have Mm -hmm. been working with men. I didn't for a long, long time because, as you know, Mm -hmm. we we kind of communicate 
differently and I didn't want to have to right. think about how they're going to take what I say and turn it around so they get what I'm saying, what I'm meaning, where I can talk straight across to you or another woman right. and get what I'm saying. And I have yeah. started working with men and we healed someone's um, heart problem last week and the doctors could oh. not figure out what it was. And that was the second heart problem that I've gotten to be a part of healing. And we went way back right. into his mom's life. Wow. I read about a testimonial about a woman with a heart uh, issue from stress, from Mm -hmm. being um, so despondent about a relationship that broke up, that her heart was, you know, acting up and you healed that. Yeah, and the um, cardiologist couldn't figure it out and the ER couldn't figure it out. Nobody could figure it out. And I kept telling mm -hmm. her, come to me, we'll fix it, we'll fix it. We fixed it in less than an hour because we went way back into past generations and released it from where where it started. And it heals everyone yeah. all the way up to today. So sometimes you heal something and it's in your mom's, gen, you know, your mom's um, ancestral line. Mom right. calls and says, wow, for some reason I'm feeling really good today. It's so exciting. And you're like, oh, cool. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, because we've got, you know, for us people who've grown up in alcoholic homes or, you know, that could heal a lot of that. Um, I see a lot of a lot of uh, people with um health problems, I mean, really, like, uh, well, they'll be very overweight, and then they'll get gout, and then they'll have problems with the bottoms of their feet, and then they'll have just on and on and on. And, of course, it's not always like, what what are you eating, but what's eating you? And and there was one person that I did that was wondering why she was getting these uh, rashes, these uh, constant, like, blotches coming up all over her skin that was itching and I had I just said well I if you want to know I can tell you and then I said you know your body is screaming out because you're just treating it so badly and and you're not giving it the right nutrition and you're feeding it with junk and you're not exercising and you're just it's screaming come on help I can't take this anymore and she did get on a started eating much 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 better dropped 40 pounds the rash went away um, but the root cause of all the, the ways a lot of us are treating ourselves has got to be going back to that conscious and that pain from, like you said, and, uh, lifetimes ago or childhood. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that I see that a lot. Um, yes, I'm sure and you I, do. Yeah. Doing what so you do. So imagining, and- yeah, imagining, I imagine working with you, that's all going to be released and people can release those health problems. I mean, it's amazing. True. Yes. And the gentleman I helped the other day with a heart issue, he's probably 100 pounds overweight and has never been able to keep it off. And once his body heals up inside, may take three mm-hmm. months or so, he'll start dropping weight like crazy because yes. it's emotional padding. And just like a lot of women who have been in a situation of being raped, for example, they right. tend to gain a lot of weight. So they don't and, – and the – the, you know, that your mind is thinking, well, if I don't look attractive, then no one's going to mm-hmm. get close enough to that to me again. And what happens is like when I was engaged to a rapist for two and a half years, that was happening mm. three to four times a week to me for two and a half years. And the reason I stayed was because he threatened to kill my family. I had oh no choice but to stay. So, and I didn't realize how weak he was. People who are attackers are the weakest of the weakest. <laughs> mm-hmm. However, they can do a lot of damage also in, in that weakness yeah. um, with their behavior. So 
what I realized when I went way back to release that, um, first of all, I needed, I was working with the Indian medicine man at the time this was going on. Mm -hmm. So we don't get out of our karmic debt. (laughs) And um, one thing he said to me was, you're lucky. Last time this guy used knives, which means I wouldn't have even survived had I been with him before. So there's a karmic thing also. However, when you're healing way back, to generations and past lives, the karmic debt can be paid because karmic debt is about learning the lesson so you don't have to repeat it. So what we do when we're doing this work is we do, we zoom back and it's really fun because your subconscious mind takes you. You don't have to know how to do any of it. You don't even have to believe in past lives. Um, You zoom back, you preserve the learnings from each of the experiences and then you let go of the emotion. So you end up with all the lessons. So you're super smart when you get back. It's like you feel so powerful. And people say, oh, my gosh, I feel lighter. I feel like a weight's been lifted from my shoulders. And there, people say the next day, they're like, wow, your eyes look clear. You look really extra pretty today. Just compliments out of the blue. It's really funny because you can physically feel and see that someone's different when they release all the garbage. And so weight is huge. People talk about losing weight. They don't understand the way the subconscious mind works, which is the video that I'm that you're going to share with people they can watch free my free training. It talks about weight. Yeah. If your subconscious mind is already programmed to go find and get back for you whatever you lose. So just the just the verbal losing weight, it's ready to go find that weight and pull it back for you and get more too because you might want to lose it again and it doesn't want you to lose something so it'll get extra. That's why people can't keep okay. it off. Right. So it's just so cool. The subconscious mind is awesome. And you have to really know how to work with it or you get stopped by it. We get stuck and stressed and struggle our whole lives because we don't really understand how it works and how to work with it. And it's so simple. Oh, my gosh, Marley. It's so simple. It's so fun. It's painless because you don't have to relive any of the garbage you went through. just have to learn the lessons. That's it. And and then, uh, so how did you get, did you develop this yourself? Was it part of your training and then you added your own? I think the other day when we spoke, you said that your spirit guides help you create things. And tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, they're crazy. Um, <laughs> uh, spirit guides, spirit guides are people you've known in past lives. So if, if you, and everybody has a male and female, we call them masculine and feminine. Everyone has those and most people don't know them. They don't know they have that that help at their fingertips to guide them in this life. And that's fine. A lot of people aren't mm-hmm. wanting to go that direction, and that's okay. Mine, I have work with me very closely all the time because I'm always in the spirit world and working with this kind of thing, with the subconscious mind, which is like your spiritual center. And mm-hmm. so the things I've learned over the past 34 years now have been all combined, and then I've I've learned so much on my own because I don't usually follow a lot of people who are doing things. I have just a few instructors. I'm very selective about who I listen to and who I learn from, and then I get a lot of info from my guides, and they help put things together, and they actually guide me in this work. So if I get off track or someone I'm working with goes in a different direction than I was expecting when they're in their visualization, I have guidance that will step in and, and basically take over. So I hear things come out of my mouth I've never heard before. I'm like, wow, I'm glad all these are recorded because that was just brilliant. And it wasn't mm. my statement. Someone right. So it's really a spiritual experience, but people don't necessarily have to be spiritual to do it. However, mm-hmm. we're all spiritual beings having a human experience. So once you open up 
to how powerful you are beneath the surface, it's amazing what you can do and what you can create in your life because you get rid of all the baggage, the negative stuff, and you charge up all the positive stuff, plus you have all of these lessons that you've learned. that you were, They were just kind of hanging out. You weren't really paying attention. Well, now you have them all like in a vault, and they help you every single day. And you stop making decisions and having conversations, you know, based on the past. Um, like the fear of rejection is much more destructive than the rejection itself because the fear of being rejected, it makes you maybe play small at work so you don't become a threat to someone else in their estimation and then they reject you. Or you might, you know, not want to say something you need to say to a friend because you don't want to be rejected. That fear of being rejected, again, is so powerful. And that's just one that we deal with. But that's what, right. that's what we go through. So releasing that one alone is just yeah. amazing for your work, your health, your relationships. And once you release the junk, you start attracting a completely different kind of romantic relationship. It's on a whole different level because all the negative energy is gone. And you, you Yeah, I wanted to bring up that up because so many of us just have, uh, like in our teens and 20s and 30s, we keep going with the same kind of guy. I did that. I was always with verbally abusive men, and they would uh, – I had one uh, relationship where for seven years I kept telling me how stupid I was. You're so stupid. And um, I – I mean, I can't help but think that that has got to have affected me going forward. And I've been successful in my business, but at the same time, when I'm going to to create something new sometimes or write something or I'll think, you know, I know it's back there. Like you, you're not, how can you do this? You're stupid. You know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I, I plow through, but I think if that was released, um, you know, I could fly even further. And I think that, most of us women, um, most women I've talked to, we've all got men like that in our lives that for whatever reason we selected. And I always, I don't always want to blame the men because we're the ones who picked them, who went out with them, who often married them, had kids with them, stayed with them. So we had a big part in it, but it's most likely from those past lives, ancestors, childhood, uh, baggage that you're talking about those whatever those stink balls or well those garbage balls <laughs> that, junk, that, balls. Uh, <laughs> junk balls that, that got us to go go do that and and um yeah i mean i i meet as a matchmaker i meet women in their 40s and 50s who are still picking the wrong the wrong guys for them so this could be just life-changing i mean i love this mm-hmm. yeah. yeah um the subconscious mind believes whatever we tell it so it believes everything that goes in to our brain. So if someone says you're stupid enough, which we've all probably been told that, unfortunately, we start believing it, we end up hearing it in our mind, and then our subconscious says, okay, we're stupid. It's just like someone who goes to an AA meeting. They're going there to stop being an alcoholic, but yet they're supposed to stand up and say, hi, I'm so-and-so, and I'm an alcoholic. Well, your subconscious mind saying, oh, I thought we were done with that. Okay, we'll keep having those cravings. You really have to know how to work with the subconscious mind. And it's super easy. It's just that no one's, no one's teaching this stuff. I'm just like blown away every day. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I just want to grab people and, and show them how this works. Um, regarding women, all of us, choosing the wrong men, yeah. which I've definitely done as well, this goes back to our worthiness thing, and that goes back many, 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 many generations, sometimes 30 or 50. It goes back. Mm. I've gone back to so many, back in 7, 10, 14 lifetimes back. 
past lives where I was, um, there was a worthiness thing. We weren't allowed to speak up. The video I have that you're going to share with people, it goes into that. It goes into why we as women are afraid to be visible because Mm. when we were visible, when we stood up for ourselves, we were repressed, we were shunned by our tribe, and when you're shunned by your tribe back then, that means certain death. I was put in solitary confinement way back in past life so many times I can't even count. I always go back to those. I have people who were witches, who were burned at the stake, who were all this stuff because we spoke up and we, we, Mm -hmm. we stood up for ourselves. And that's why we tend to not do it now. And once you release that, First of all, it's amazing if for the people who see where they're going. Some don't see it, and that's fine. Some do, and that's exciting. Um, but when you release it, you just you all that disappears. It's just mind blowing. It's literally mind blowing because you're blowing up your mind and getting all the junk out. That <laughs> that's where it comes video from. that you have, everybody, the video is in the show notes in Blog Talk Radio, so it's there. And and uh, Kelly's um, website is there. But just tell everybody what your website is. Okay, it's PositiveWomenRock.com. Ooh, I love it. PositiveWomenRock.com. Go there. There's a lot of uh, great information. And um, you, people can work with you. I, I saw a day, like a VIP day thing or uh, a three-month program. So it's you have some different options, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. and over it's the all phone. over the phone. Even my local clients, we jump on the phone. Because my personality style, oh. if I was looking at someone, I'd be like, how come they wore that necklace? Ooh, wonder where they got that top. Wow, I wonder how long it took them to find parking. So I, my personality, we do a lot with personality styles in my work. So yeah. um, everything's over the phone. It's easy. It's comfortable. You can wear your jammies. Oh, that's great. Now, <laughs> what about fast. people like, for me, I've done, I've done um, uh, let's see, I did a past life regression and a, um, a hypnotherapy, and I can never, I feel like it doesn't work on me. I feel like I don't. Um, I have to make up things in my head through the visual, visualization. What about people like who don't really think it, you know, hasn't, haven't had success with that? Um, does that matter? It, it still works. It can, yes. Um, I only work with people I am 100% confident will do well in my program because I have a 100% okay. success rate, and I'm not going to screw that up for anybody. So I've even had people offer me double the money, and I'm like, I apologize. I cannot take you as a client. I'm not getting a yes on this, you know. So I get an intuitive, very strong intuitive yes or no. So no one's going to waste their money by working with me, number one. And number two, I've worked with a lot of people who didn't feel they could be hypnotized because hypnotism isn't something someone can do to you. It's something you do yourself. And when you feel comfortable with someone and you're really ready for releasing the garbage, it's keeps you stuck it's just a guided visualization that's all hypnosis okay. is okay yeah you do a discovery oh, it call minutes. so you'll uh-huh. yeah and it's it's minutes sometimes people take six or seven minutes to release something wow. from 10 lifetimes back or from 50 generations back and then they're healed so oh, i don't have 10 minute beautiful. programs i mean my programs are right. holistic so we they're a little bit longer than 10 minutes but that's how long right. these huge major things that keep us stuck they can be released yes. in literal a few minutes. And then you do some energy work on them too? Do you do distance, distance uh, energy work? Yes, and this is part of the energy work. We connect the emotions they're feeling, their energy, mm-hmm. either positive or negative energy, to what they're creating in their life. So can, and then we 
uh, direct it to what they want to create instead of what they don't want any more of, and then we protect it. So you ha- once you clear out all this junk, mm-hmm. you have a lot of space there. You have mm-hmm. to protect your space. So that's one okay. thing I, I notice that's very important. My clients protect themselves energetically every single day so no, they don't mm-hmm. get the negative influences. And, and um, Right, yeah. yeah. We've got a lot of stuff coming towards us. Oh, my gosh, this is so amazing. So we're already almost to the end here. And uh, thank you, Kelly, for joining us. And everybody, again, her information is in the show notes. And go to my website, marlamartinson.com, and get your free guided self-love meditation and uh, my book, uh, my, spirit, my spiritual memoir, The Buddha Made Me Do It. And anybody who purchases any of my books, I do a free angel reading for you. So just email me the uh, proof from Amazon. And um, I would love to do that. So thanks a lot, Kelly and everybody. Much love. And until next time, bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye.